Ukulele Tales with John Atkins. Hello, it's me, John Atkins, the ukulele teacher. Welcome back to Ukulele Tales, the ukulele podcast sponsored by Carla. Yep, for 10% off anything on the Carla website, just visit my special link, www.carlabrand.com slash uketeacher. Okay, so if you're a big ukulele fan, and let's face it, if you're listening to Ukulele Tales, then you almost certainly are. You've probably heard that James Hill has a brand new album, which just came out in the last week or so. It's called Uke Heads, and it's streaming right now on Apple Music, Spotify, and all the good usual streaming places. So if you haven't heard it yet, why not? Seriously, it's an absolute treat, and I think you're going to love it. So if you haven't already done so, set some time aside for yourself for later this week. Grab a nice pair of headphones and really make some time to give it a good listen. You won't regret it. Now, I actually spoke with James all the way back in episode one of Ukulele Tales about this particular project, and if you can remember that far back, you might well remember him explaining that Ukeheads was no ordinary ukulele album. Nope, it's actually a massively interactive global effort recorded remotely by hundreds of ukulele players and enthusiasts all over the world and funded by NFTs. Yes, that's right, players like you and me had the chance to appear on this album. In fact, my uke playing does actually appear on a couple of songs, although you'll be pleased to know that I left the singing to more accomplished members. As I said, James explains the thinking behind the project in episode one, and I'd really encourage you to go back and listen to that if you haven't already done so. But something amazing has happened since then, because during the recording of the album, the project transformed from a collection of individual players sending their tracks in for James to mix, and it transformed into a genuinely international community. Friendships have been forged, meetups have occurred, and follow-up projects have already been discussed. It's a really exciting project, and I think that is reflected actually in the music itself. But what a better way to find out more about this amazing community of ukulele lovers than to talk with them directly. Now, as I mentioned, I'm a proud uke head myself, number 909 reporting for duty, just in case you're wondering. So I recently jumped on the bustling uke heads Slack community and asked for some volunteers to come and chat on this podcast. As you can imagine, after a year or more of sending in their music for James, the idea of remote recording was no issue for the uke heads, and 18 of them responded to my request. So, in the first half of this episode, we'll be getting to know those fine players, who they are, where they came from, and their relationship with the ukulele. And in the second half of the episode, they'll be telling me, in their own words, all about their awesome experiences as ukeheads. Now, thank you so much to James for allowing me to be a part of this amazing experience. And thanks to every single one of the ukeheads for making me feel so at home in this community. When I started doing Ukulele Tales podcast, this is kind of, sort of, exactly what I had in mind. Chatting to ukulele players, getting to know what makes them tick, and hearing about their experiences. So I really think you're going to love this episode. So right now then, let's hear from the stars of the new James Hill album, The Ukeheads.
G'day, my name is Chantel. I'm from Melbourne, Australia, and my UCAD number is 1511. My name is Leah Smith. I am UCAD number 1649, and I live in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, This is Chantal LeBlanc. I'm UCAD number three. This is Gerald, UCAD number 804. My name is Linda McFarlane, and I am UCAD number 831. This is uh, Rob from uh, Malvern, Worcestershire, UK, UCAD 141. I've actually been playing uke since about 2016. Um, It just happened by chance that someone asked me to learn a couple of chords for something, and I just couldn't stop. I started playing about 10 years ago. I'm a elementary music teacher and I wanted to implement ukuleles in my class and so I started playing then. I met James in 2010. I was studying classical guitar at the time. He was going to do a workshop at our kids school and I was helping out with the workshop and I switched to ukulele and a year later I was taking his uh, teacher training certification. I was first introduced to the ukulele three and a half years ago. There's a street festival and I took a quick 15 minute lesson. Wow, what can I say? Love at first drum. I started playing ukulele probably over 10 years ago. Uh, I started playing the uke in um, 2014. Went to see a local ukulele band and uh, a little while later there was 11 of us sat around in the pub, our local pub, um, having formed a ukulele band. Hi, I'm Bridget Baker. I am from Auburn in the Clare Valley in South Australia. Hello, this is Kevin Rossi, or as I'm known in the ukulele community, you Kevin, and uh, I am UKED number 837. My name's Elise I've been playing ukulele since the airlines broke my traveling guitar. My name is Liv. I live in Oslo, Norway, and I am UKED number 570. And my name is Rob, the uke guy. I live in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, which is known as the nation's summer capital. My grandma and grandpa gave me um, a ukulele when I was around five years old. So I guess I've been playing on and off since then. Um, I'm now 52. (laughs) So I first started playing the ukulele about 14 or 15 years ago. I believe it was about 2008. At the time, I was in high school, but then I really stopped playing it, and I didn't really pick the ukulele up again until maybe 2018, 19, somewhere in there. And that really came about because at the time, I was doing a lot of outdoor seasonal work, living out of my car and and traveling a lot. So I really needed an instrument that was both portable, but also durable. I was on a trip to Honolulu and I got there and the headstock was shredded. It looks like something in the compartment had smashed into the end of my guitar. They reimbursed me. So I found an ukulele that looked a lot like my dreadnought guitar and it had eight strings though. I got my first uke in 2011 uh, after seeing the Mighty Uke documentary on TV and the uke has been with me ever since. Uh, Today I play the uke and sometimes uh, also the u-bass in Oslo Ukulele Orchestra. Uh, Being part of this group and playing music uh, with friends is the best hobby there is. I first started playing the ukulele in 2012. I attended the Strathmore, what was then called the Strathmore Uke and Guitar Summit. Keola Beamer, a well-known Hawaiian slack key guitar player, 
was going to be there and teaching. And so I thought, okay, I'll go and I will learn a little bit of slack key guitar. And instead I saw all of these people wandering around with ukuleles and they all seemed to be having a great time with them. So one of the guys in the slack key class said he could sell me one. A few days later, I was playing along with the student group because the fingerings were the same as guitar. So I gradually transitioned from guitar to ukulele and I actually sold my guitar a couple of years ago because I really wasn't playing it anymore. My name is Lori. I'm from Los Angeles, California, and my UKID number is 1184. Hey, John, it's Jill here, and I am UKID 825. Hi, Linda Neal here, UKID number 1379. I've been playing ukulele since 2009. I've also played classical guitar and five-string banjo. I guess I was introduced to it first um, in 2015. I was actually on the SkyTrain. I was sitting in a seat, and there was a girl who was standing by one of the doors. And randomly, she opened up her backpack, didn't look at anyone, just opened up her backpack, pulled out a little, what I guess was a soprano ukulele, I didn't know at the time, and she began to play, really just for herself, um, a really soulful version of You Are My Sunshine. She just did a little snippet, then she quietly put it back in her backpack and stood there until her stop. And I was so taken by what she just did that I went home and picked up my kid's toy ukulele, and that's how it all began. I live in North Carolina, and I started playing ukulele about four years ago. I played the accordion from about age seven through college. Then I just got busy with life. I felt a need to be musical again and thought the ukulele seemed perfect. It's truly been one of the best things I've ever done. Back in 2016, I started again to learn the guitar, but I couldn't see any progress. And in 2017, I almost gave up completely when I came across a YouTube video about the ukulele, and the rest uh, is history. This is Colleen, also known as Coco O'Keefe, UCAD number 864 from Bloomington, Minnesota, which is just south of Minneapolis. I'm Sandra Gerard, and I'm UCAD number 1101. My name is Paul Marshall. I'm UCAD number 75. I live on a little island north of Seattle called Whidbey Island and have been playing uh, ukulele for about 10 years now. I started playing the uke six years ago. I bought a ukulele for myself as a retirement gift. I was determined to get back to playing guitar when I retired, and I found that my rheumatoid arthritis had progressed to a point where I was uncomfortable fretting many chords on the guitar. Some friends had gotten into ukulele, so I thought I'd give it a try. I first picked up a ukulele in 1997. I've been a longtime music teacher, and that year I attended an Orff Schulberg conference in Seattle, and there were a lot of teachers from Hawaii in attendance, and this really piqued my curiosity listening to them talk about teaching ukulele in schools. I had grown up on the East Coast of the United States and had very little exposure to ukulele. So I went home, got myself a catalog, and ordered three ukuleles, three different sizes, soprano, concert, and baritone, and I ended up just noodling around with them. I never taught them in schools where I was teaching or privately, but I would use them to accompany my students. Fast forward to 2020, 
I had already transitioned to being an online teacher before COVID hit. Uh, when everybody went into lockdown and kids were at home, there was a big surge, of course, everyone knows, in parents looking for uh, learning opportunities, enrichment opportunities for their children. And I began teaching ukulele online. Uh, I moved to ukulele because of an accident where I hurt my shoulder so seriously I couldn't play guitar anymore. And I looked oh, <laughs> over time, I looked for smaller and smaller guitars and did just accidentally discovered this little guitar in a gift shop and on the way out of Maui that uh, was called a ukulele. I knew nothing about it except it looked like it would be playable with my left shoulder. And now 10 years later, here I am part of a of creating an album. I'm a member of a band and the UKED project has uh, has been the, the joy of that 10 year experience for me. Amazing stuff. And as you can see, it really is a truly global community with players of all skill levels and experience. But the one thing they all have in common, they're all absolutely top, top people. What an amazing community. And as I said at the top of the show, if you haven't already done so, make sure you set aside some time to check out these awesome musicians in action by listening to the new James Hill album, UKEDS. Now, we'll hear more from these great people in a moment as they tell their stories of how they came together and grew this remarkable family of musicians. But first, I just want to thank you guys for listening in and say that if you love the podcast and want to help support it, please check out patreon.com slash uteacher. Uh, whatever you can donate, it really, really helps me out and means that I can keep making these great shows for you. Now, as well as helping to support the podcast, you also get cool bonus content, such as the chance to suggest questions for future guests, and also get some bonus content from some of the previous guests, such as James Hill himself, uh, Will Grove White, formerly of the Ukulele Orchestra of Great Britain, and several others. Now, let me know what you think of the show as well, because I really enjoy and appreciate your feedback and your guest suggestions. Now, of course, I'm on Facebook and Instagram and all of that jazz, but I really love a good old-fashioned email. So if you would prefer to contact me that way, it would mean a lot. Just write to uketeacher at grabyouryuke.com and I promise you, I do read and reply to every single message I get. Eventually. Okay, let's jump back into our conversation with the Ukeheads. The UKEDS project is a collaborative project featuring people from all over the world. This is essentially an opportunity for us to be part of a James Hill album. Like, how cool is that? James had decided that he wanted to do a CD with a whole bunch of people. So he had a bunch of tracks that he had already laid down over varying periods of time. And he would then give us an ukulele track as well as a vocal track. And we would record these tracks and then he would mix them and make this phenomenal recording that had a vocal chorus and an ukulele chorus. For me, the UCADS project is um, really about a whole series of different songs, different genres. Well, it's been brilliant to take part, learn some new techniques in terms of um, playing the instrument and also uh, the recording. I read about the UCADS in the British Uke magazine and I signed up the same day that I read about it. 
I really like the idea of a global ban uh, recording at home. So I hope it continues uh, also after the release of the album. I heard about the UKEDS project probably online from James Hill or as part of Utropolis or maybe the podcast that he has. And I was got really excited when uh, I heard that we could play on the recording. We send through our recordings and everything all gets mixed together. And the result is absolutely breathtaking. It's fantastic when you hear hundreds of voices all coming together in these key moments through the song. It's, it's pretty cool. Singing and playing on the Uke Heads album has been a great learning experience. I've learned new techniques and been immersed in a style of music I've never played previously. I did experience a serious learning curve with home recording. I'm really glad for the recording experience. That's something I would probably not have spent much time on if it weren't for this project, and I find it's taught me to listen in different ways. Recording the album at home for me was a really big learning experience, but possibly not in the way that some other people learned, <laughs> meaning that I might have had it a little bit easier at home because I do have a husband who basically produces music as a hobby. So lucky me, I did not have to make, you know, 101 recordings trying to keep the time from beginning to end. I mean, because honestly, some of the parts were tricky. So lucky me, I got to do it in little bits. Was it cheating? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so because um, that's what a studio recording is, is it not? But I must say, all those people who did have to record and record and record until they got a good take, they're that much more ahead of me because should we all get together and play live, I would really have my work cut out for me. My hardest time was just getting everything set up for the recordings. And so making sure that I was listening to the the right recording and having my music where I could see it and then making sure that I was uploading in the correct form. So just the, the little details. Having this opportunity to play and sing on the UKEDS album has been just such an awesome experience and, and such a great learning opportunity for me. I think singing has always been something I've shied away from. It's never been something I've been very comfortable with. And so I know for the first few songs, I just recorded the uke part. Uh, but then as other people's recordings started coming in, I would hear other people's voice recordings and, and what those parts sounded like all mixed together at the end when the song was done. It really inspired me to kind of get in on that. I didn't want to miss out on that. I wanted to I wanted to be part of that. I wanted to be able to say, hey, that's, you know, I'm one of the voices in that song. It taught me a lot about songwriting and instrumentation specifically. One of the unexpected benefits of this project was that it included techniques and skills that you never really get the chance to use. So, for example, one of the songs featured harmonics. Um, another one had slides, hammer-ons, pull-offs. These are things you might cover in a workshop one day and go, oh yeah, that sounds really cool. I must try that. And you never do. Um, but a lot of these techniques were actually built into the songs. So if we wanted to have a go at that, we were definitely encouraged. And it really reinforced some of those skills. So I really got a lot out of that and thought that was a really great benefit that I really hadn't been expecting. I think each song means a lot more to me because I lived with it daily for weeks to get my part down. With each song, you learn something new about playing, the music itself. So it was quite interesting. Getting to be a part of James Hill's UKEDS 
album has been so fulfilling because you get to add a few little extra touches to something that is already beautiful. That just is so much fun. It just makes you feel like you're a part of something really positive. It just, it takes you away from some of the things that might not be so great in your day-to-day life. I'll be honest with you. I only attended the first meeting because I was curious what James had in mind with these NFTs. When I learned that it was an all an entry into playing on the album, I was in. I've been um, really surprised by this project. Of course, when I heard about it, the NFT part was kind of, I didn't, I didn't really understand it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was probably more excited about playing on the album. But then again, when, when I got the NFT and started using it around on my social media, printing them out as uh, stickers and exchanging them with the community, it, it just, I don't know. I kind of like the little picture now. I'm, a, I'm attached to it. I've been a fangirl of James Hill ever since I saw him at a Gorge Ukulele Festival. I think it was in 75 Minutes. He had us playing a song and it sounded amazing. And as a teacher, I was fascinated how he did that and wondered how I could implement something like that even into a language learning classroom. I certainly didn't know what NFTs were. I still don't really get what they are. My niece, she's been learning ukulele on and off for about seven years with me and other teachers. And she's 14 now. So I gave her uh, NFT last year, a UKED. And uh, this was my chance. And uh, we'd have a chance to record something together and, and submit it. And she did. So she'll be on that song on the album. I'm so proud of her. <laughs> it was really fun to share it with her. I encouraged my husband to join me on it, and he became a UKID as well. We were each doing our little bit and then collaborating on where the difficult parts were. And it, it was just a really nice thing to be able to do together. For me, the most difficult parts were the vocal parts, but I think the choir really lifted the songs uh, to a higher level. I found the uke arrangements easier, um, and I like that James used different techniques on each song. The process of recording yourself and then sending it off to join all the other recordings is very informative, and it allows you to fine-tune your performance and improve, which I found very beneficial. One of the nice things that's come out of this project is that it's not just about our individual contribution to this collaborative project, but it's become so much more about the community. And there is an entire community of people across the world that have all been part of this project who feel passionately about it and are so involved in every decision and every song. And it's just wonderful to be part of. And they're just a wonderful, wonderful group of people. The overall experience, it's hard to put it into words how much I took away from it and how much it benefited sort of my own projects and my own ukulele journey, especially because just the the UKEDS community in general gave me an opportunity to to share some of my videos and get just some, some affirmation and feedback and uh, a community of people who I knew would appreciate what I was doing with the ukulele. I've learned so much from this community and James. It's been quite an adventure and one that I didn't anticipate. 
If I had a question about how to accomplish the uke part of a song, I needed to go no further than the community and just ask. I learned techniques that I wouldn't have even tried before, let alone perfected enough to feel comfortable recording my part. Who would have thought? Even though it's been this weird way of getting together, we really do feel like a community. There really is exchange of musicality and emphasis on each song. And of course, as James mixes it and puts it together with his original recordings, there's a sense of real performance and, and ownership of a song uh, that's much more meaningful than I ever would have guessed uh, when we started the project out. From participating at uh, many ukulele events, I realized that some of the best people in the world to be around are the ukulele players. And it's uh, truly a pleasure, and I will always welcome the opportunity to meet, talk, and collaborate with anyone in the Yukheads community, and any other uke player for that matter. The Yukheads community is absolutely wonderful. I don't know of another group of people who've come together from all around the world and overcome cultural and language barriers to become such a supportive group. Not only musically, but we've also become friends. This experience has been like none other I've had in my life. It has been uplifting, challenging, exciting, and so much fun. Truly and honestly, I want it to be something big because I think it deserves a lot of uh, attention and I des it deserves to be celebrated because for me and I'm pretty sure for a lot of other people in our UKHEADS uh, community, it's a big achievement and it deserves to be celebrated. I'm going to celebrate this album by listening, pass it on, listen, pass it on, listen, pass it on, and repeat. I'll probably celebrate the release of the album, uh, listening to it with fellow uke heads and other uke playing friends, and kind of just going over some of the experiences we had as we uh, recorded those songs. It's been so interesting watching this project evolve from what really started out as a, as a one-time only project into something that really has a life of its own. And I can see that really this project is only just getting started. There is so much more to explore, so many more things to collaborate on, and with such a fantastic community supporting it, this, this is just really the beginning, I think. I'm really excited to take everything I learned about recording and mixing as well as instrumentation and, and singing and just all of it and apply all of that to, to my YouTube channel, You Kevin, because I hope someday for that to be its own community and something that I can collaborate with other people and build something that is my own but I can share with others and something that will allow me to you know, just continue to express myself creatively. There's only so many years lifespan for a massage therapist and it's beginning to take it to take its toll. I've been doing it for over 10 years now. So um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to um, to getting into the musical side of it and exploring a new new chapter. I am really trying to decrease my day job, which is as a clinical neuropsychologist evaluating people for brain disorders. I want to do less of that. I want to devote more time to music practice. I just enjoy entertaining people. UKEDS has inspired me to be more adventurous in playing and to not be so self-conscious. Just play, have fun, continue to learn this little instrument every single day. 
I feel inspired to continue and definitely I will continue to explore all the aspects uh, including writing my own songs, which I already start doing, um, recording, producing music, performing. Will the UK's community stay in touch? Mm, yeah, I expect so. Uh, I think that uh, James has got ideas for all sorts of things. I look forward to the day that I'm traveling somewhere and I see someone wearing a UK jacket or a UK t-shirt or hat. I will feel so comfortable going up and saying hello. There's a special connection, I think, for sure that we all have. I will definitely hope the UHEADS community will stay in touch and will continue to collaborate on many, many projects uh, in the years to come. I'm definitely open to always lend a hand to anyone that uh, might uh, require my input in any way, shape or form. I love being part of the UCAD community, and it was great to always have a goal to work toward. I certainly do hope that the UCAD's community stay in touch. I'd love it if we could even try to get together and play those songs in person. I do think the UCAD's community will stay in touch. This has just been too wonderful an experience. I want to keep it going. Belonging to, to this group has quite literally meant the world to me. There are hundreds of members right across the globe, and I get to be part of it. It's even given me the confidence to try new and challenging things, all in the name of creating music. Gerald, UKED number 804, signing off with those inspiring words. Thank you, Gerald. Thank you, James Hill. And thanks again to every single one of the UKEDs, in particular, of course, the 18 who contributed to today's episode. Absolutely fascinating stuff and really enjoyable to hear from such a wide array of uke players from pretty much every corner of the globe. So do check out that uke heads album on Apple Music or Spotify if you get a chance. And also don't forget to check out my Patreon page, patreon.com slash teacher if you want to help support the podcast and get some cool bonus content too. Also, if you're in the market for a new uke, be sure to check out carlabrand.com slash teacher because Carla sponsored the show and they have done since episode one. So if you visit that link, you will get 10% off anything on the Carla website. So it really is a great deal for you guys. Anyway, I will be back in a couple of weeks time with some more great ukulele conversations for you. But until next time, I love you all and I wish you the best. <laughs> <laughs>